You're listening to Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with me, Melissa Gonzalez. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with your host, me, Melissa Gonzalez. Today, I'm excited to say that we have Dick Sullivan on the line with us, who is president and CEO of PGA Tour Superstore. Dick is a veteran marketer and retailer, having worked with some of the largest brands in the U.S. As the current CEO of PGA Tour Superstore, Dick and his team have tripled the company's store count with expansion from coast to coast across the United States and have grown a vibrant e-commerce store that ships worldwide. These efforts have resulted in the company becoming the country's leading golf retailer. In March of 2008, Dick was appointed president of Golf and Tennis Pro Shop, joining the board's directors in November 2006. In September of 2008, he also assumed additional responsibilities as CEO. Dick serves as the chairman of the board of directors for the National Golf Foundation. The organization is the only trade organization that works with every sector within the industry and holds a unique position. Dick, thank you so much for being with us today. Great to be here, Melissa. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're going to really be able to dig in in all things golf and retail for sure. Um, You have such an impressive background. Uh, Before we dive in to do that, can you tell our audience a little bit more about the PGA Tour Superstore and your role there? Sure. Um, First, the the company is owned, um, or our chairman is Arthur Blank, who's the founder of Home Depot, uh, owns a couple of sports teams here in Atlanta as well, the NFL Atlanta Falcons and the Major League Soccer team Atlanta United, as well as the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in town. but back um, about a dozen years ago, uh, I was at the Atlanta Falcons with, with Arthur and we, we saw this opportunity. Uh, we saw this retail company that had roughly nine, 10 stores. Arthur had, had infused some capital into the company. Uh, I sort of followed his money as a board member. And uh, within a, a year or so, uh, I took the helm uh, as CEO and Arthur uh, is chairman. What's great about it is, you know, we come from a history of of great customer service. Uh, we don't wear orange aprons so much, but we, you know, we wear blue shirts inside of our stores. But we now, at the end of this year, we'll have as many as 50 locations across the United States. We started with 10. And our e-commerce business, as you mentioned, is worldwide and has grown exponentially. So it's, it's more than tripled or quadrupled. I don't know what the word is, if it's five <laughs> times or six times. Um, but we have, um, we have almost 2,000 associates uh, and we hire... Or, a significant amount of PGA professionals um, because inside of our locations, they're large stores. They're not what you would typically think of as in, in the golf industry. You know, in the past, they were all small mom and pop stores. And again, yeah. in some in some ways, it's it's like Home Depot. You know, there were small mm-hmm. hardware stores and then we, we, we built these large, you know, Home Depot hardware stores. And so in our case, there are large stores. We have great assortments. Uh, we have tremendous customer service and we have great values, again, paralleling you know, the history of Home Depot, but it's more than just selling golf product, which um, is why customers come to us. Uh, The experience inside of our stores, uh, we give lessons, we fit people for golf equipment, uh, we repair clubs, we have large size putting greens. So it's it's fun inside of our stores. It's very Mm -hmm. experiential. It's so different than, you know, I, I often say going to a grocery store, which is really just a commodity business. And so um, we're a value-based company. We can get into that later on if you want. There's lots of organizations that we support as, as Arthur is one of the greatest philanthropists I think you'll find in America today. That's amazing. Yeah, I think it's so important right now. You know, we have so many discussions here 
uh, on retail refined and even you know in in my in my company about the importance of brands and retailers being more than just product service companies. I mean, it's really about being a partner to your customer and in what you're describing with having the repairs and um, being a fit fit consultation and putting greens. It's, it's really being more than a company that sells product to their customers. You announce record comp store sales and growth and gaining market share in 2020, despite brick and mortar doors being closed for a couple of months. Uh, last year. Additionally, while other retailers are closing their doors, um, you guys are opening new locations uh, across the country in New Jersey and Florida and Ohio, and you plan to continue this expansion and momentum. I think you're doing six stores this year um, with one of your grand openings underway. I'm I'm guessing some of these um, obviously attribute to that success, the approach that you're taking. But what do you think, you know, is it the formula of where people are adopting golf? Um, it's widening your customer base. And, you know, how are you adapting to serve um, an evolving customer base as well? Well, I think it's a combination of things. You know, we've been we've been growing our store base all along through the years. Uh, this past year was obviously incredibly unique. Uh, we closed our doors on March 21st. On average, our stores were closed for about 54 days. Now, during that time, uh, we still had customers able to shop our stores, you know, depending on the jurisdiction, county, state, um, some stores were still available to serve the customers at curbside. Uh, we innovated quickly, sort of a buy online, pick up in store. Certainly, we're shipping out the back of our stores, you know, for product that people wanted to be shipped to their homes. I mean, I think we were the beneficiaries of COVID. I hate to say that, that anybody was a beneficiary of, an, of a disease, but I think there are industries, I think the home improvement industry, I think the golf industry, the sporting goods industry. I mean, people wanted to be outdoors. People wanted to, to spend time outside. They were being sheltered for so many months inside. And once we opened our stores back up in June, I mean, we saw an incredible amount of customers that we had never seen before that actually came into our doors. You know, um, the National Golf Foundation reported that there were 6 million new golfers in 2020 yeah. versus 2019. And 3 million of them were people who had never played the game and 3 million people have came back to the game. So it was really exciting for us. You know, we saw record numbers uh, throughout the summer and the fall. The weather became incredibly great for the game of golf in months like September, November, which typically aren't great in places like mm-hmm. Chicago and New York and, and other markets. And so I think you know, we saw this 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 great excitement of families getting together, being on golf courses, being able to play outside. I mean, the unknowns um, is you know what happens really in the in, in the second half of this year. I think that we'll still see great gains the first half, but what happens when people have more choice, like going to softball practices and baseball practices and sporting events and concerts and things of that nature? Will there be as much activity on the golf courses on the Saturdays or Sunday mornings um, as we saw this year? For sure. Yeah, we all want that crystal ball to try to figure out how things are going to evolve. You also, you continue though, we, you spoke about philanthropy a little bit, and it's a good segue as we talk about how your customer base has continued to evolve. You, as an organization, you continue to invest in youth, and you've donated $9.5 million to First Tee, a youth development organization that helps kids and teens build their strength of character through golf in 2020. Can you tell us a little bit about more about that initiative? Yeah, the number is actually over 10 million now. Uh, nice. Thank you, thank you, Arthur. Even Blank. better. <laughs> yes, even better. Um, I happened to be in Orlando uh, two weeks ago, and we started um, a series in the back of our stores in 27 of our markets where there are first tee chapters, and you know these are these are students really that are in mostly underserved communities, and they never get access to golf. And the first tee is really about values of life. It's about life skills. They happen to use 
you know, golf as sort of the vehicle to teach honesty and integrity and build character. And so it's a wonderful organization. Uh, we're doing a five-week leadership class inside of our stores. Our leadership is teaching those classes all across America. And then we're going to take the top 40 students and send them to the ranch in Montana. Arthur Blank has a ranch. They'll be horseback riding, but they'll be learning that week from the CEO of the first tee, from myself, you know, more leadership skills. Uh, and then four of sort of the best of the best are going to get $20,000 scholarships as they go on in their career and, and mostly in college. And, and I met some of the students last, like I said, in Orlando, and they already know they want to be attorneys or they want to be a accountants or they want to be, you know, movie stars or whatever, but they, but they need sort of the, the continued push because at 14 and 16 years of age, you know, many, many students lose their way as, as we've seen in these programs. So we're there to continue to reinforce and help them on their journey. I think that's phenomenal. And it's so important now more than ever, I think, you know, consumers are gravitating to customer companies that stand for something bigger. And I think what you're doing as a commitment to the community um, is such a strong example of that and understanding the importance to giving back um, and just the, I mean, the impact that you're making to those youth is incredible. Yeah, we, we actually get great benefit, not just the organization's great benefit, but, you know, like you said, having purpose in life is so important. And, you know, as a, as a value-driven organization, you know, our associates, you know, they really want to have purpose every day. And, and when they get up and, and, and they go to work and they're able to provide, you know, fulfilling people's dreams. Some people want to play really good golf. And so it's not a complicated business we're in. And it, in the home improvement business, you're doing the same thing. You're fulfilling people's dreams. But in our case, it's just a little bit different right now. We wish we could give clinics. Those That will happen again someday. But we're still giving lessons. We're still doing the things inside of our stores, doing all the social distancing and all the protocols necessary. And you know, when I look at sort of the industry and where it's evolved in the last year and I look at success of what our associates have been able to achieve, we definitely grew tremendous market share. And I think it's a combination of, of the safety our, our customers felt inside of our stores and the training uh, that our associates have to be able to, you know, give those customers the kind of knowledge that they're looking for. No, absolutely. I think having that that expert knowledge is, is key, especially depending on, I mean, regardless of where you are on the spectrum of, of being a golfer, whether you're a beginner or you're an avid golfer, there's always something to learn and to perfect um, to improve your, your swing, make sure you have the right clubs. Your, your performance practice centers allow for nationwide contests, playing a golf course, practicing with data right at the customer's fingertips. You, you use a studio technology, um, both TrackMan and Foresight technology. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. It sounds complicated. Um, <laughs> not, you know, you mentioned earlier about the amount of beginners coming into the game and I don't want to intimidate people, you know, on, on our conversation with us because, you know, it's, it's really just technology that, that helps people get the right equipment. And, you know, I used to ski, I don't ski anymore and I don't know what centimeters the ski should be or what kind of boots I should buy. And, 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 and I love organizations. I, I give great credit to companies like REI. If you're an outdoor enthusiast, you know, what type of terrain are you going to be hiking in? And they're going to give you the right kind of boots. And so it's, it's, it's not overwhelming in our, in our stores. We try to simplify it, but we do use technology when you hit different equipment, you know, there's things like spin rate and ball speed, and launch angle, all these different data points will help you identify two things in particular. Everybody tends to want to hit it further, but that's great. 
But then there's this word called dispersion. We want to keep people, you know, within the fairway or keep them on their target. So all of this technology allows you to simply do that. And it's not where in the past it was, it was a lot of marketing. I mean, you would have companies that would say, you know, our equipment is the best. It's the fastest speed. It's the, it will hit it the longest and all that. Well, now this science actually proves it out. And we have no commission in our, in our company. I mean, our salespeople want you to get what is right for you. So we're, we're agnostic to brands. We don't care what brand you buy. We just want you to have the right equipment. So this technology, it's almost like putting you on a ski slope if you're a skier and, and letting you see where you have the best control and the best balance. And, and in this case, it's just with golf equipment. So uh, we have leagues inside of our stores. I'm sure in Minnesota today, where it's probably zero degrees, you know, they're playing leagues and they can play against each other. So we use this so indoor simulation in ways where people can have fun, you know, whether it's be closest to the pin or long drive contest, but at the same time, we use it for people that want to be fit, whether it's with foresight or trackman technology, as you mentioned. Right. And I think that's, that's critical. Um, I don't find it to be intimidating. If anything, I think it helps demystify what golf is, right? Um, because if you're at the beginner level, you probably don't even know the questions to ask. And then if you're more advanced, you know, but you want to get more of those insights and it empowers your store associates, right? To have this information at their fingertips and better and better serve their customers. Yeah. And it takes the guesswork out of it. Like you said, it, it desimplifies the whole process and the amount of women and the amount of beginners and the amount of, you know, of beginner men's that have come into this game, as I mentioned earlier, it's just incredible. I think we're about a half a million women that came into the game and it's, and it's evident by the sales inside of our stores. I mean, we mm -hmm. sold more, what we call box sets. They're kind of the beginner set, which everything, the driver, the irons, the part of the bag, everything's in that one box. Uh, and, and it's hard to find those um, from overseas right now because the demand is so high. And that's, that's sort of the entry point into the game. And so the amount of box sets, the amount of junior equipment on the apparel side, the amount of women's apparel that we sell now, I mean, it's, it's really incredible in certain markets. It's always been the strength of our business, our apparel, not just selling equipment. You know, we've hired people from department store backgrounds to mm -hmm. run our company, whereas other golf companies will, will take people that love golf. Well, many of the people in our company, you know, they, they play a little bit of golf, but they're more focused on, you know, fashion and, and what the consumer wants and, and how to manage that inventory like a department store, which is, which is great. And now we're, now we're seeing, you know, more and more women in our game. Uh, they can't shop. They can't shop at a local pro shop many times because there's not enough assortment. They come to our stores and we have as much assortment as we do for men. And, and, and the same thing for juniors as well as we expand that business. No, that's great. And so how are you, I mean, not only are you expanding that, you're also expanding your omni-channel capabilities and, and flexible fulfillment and, and e-commerce fulfillment, you know, from your mind, from your lens, how are you approaching that as far as um, integrating technology that's purposeful um, in the customer journey as it's been evolving um, and any, any surprises there that you've seen or learning? I, th I think certainly there was a big surprise this year. Our, our e-commerce business is up over 200%. Uh, we didn't plan for an e-commerce business to up 200%. And, and a lot of that was when our stores were closed and, and it was really just a, almost a, a choice of tender. You know, I used to say sure. that people would buy with cash, they buy with checks, they buy with credit card. Well, they were buying with just one tender and that was really um, just through online. Um, but what's happened is, is the strength of our brand. I mean, the PGA Tour, I believe is at the top of the pyramid you know, in, in terms of credibility and integrity for the, for the sport. And with the name PGA Tour in the front of our buildings, 
you know, or on our website, it's different than Bob's Discount Warehouse, for example. And so we've seen a significant amount of consumers in markets where we do not currently have stores. Um, markets like Seattle, markets like Detroit, markets like Philadelphia, Washington, these are markets we'll get into, but we're, we're currently only in 25 of the top 50 golf markets. So there's other 25 markets we invested aggressively this year to try to communicate with those golfers uh, and to, to have them buy online. And we saw outside of sort of a 50 mile ring outside of our stores, I mean, where we have brick and mortar stores, our business has grown exponentially. So we've, we've, we've been purposely aggressive and, and, and uh, taking that share of the business at the same time and putting lots of new, I'll say, um, elements online so that people can book lessons online. It's easier for people to check out. We can do quarterly payments on, online. So there's different things. I mean, at the end of the day, we wanted to make it seamless. It's omni-channel. We really don't have a bias how people shop. And more and more people, as we all know, are buying groceries online. They're doing more things online today. And so, you know, we, we want to be the best in class uh, with our e-commerce business as well. No, I think it's really uh, smart what you've shared. It's it's really the holistic approach. So it's not just they can make a transaction on our website or they can come into the store. You're thinking of how to connect the two channels together by book, you know, book your appointment ahead or, you know, um, how, what have you seen? And I, I think it's also great you said that how well you're performing in the markets where you have brick and mortar, because obviously there's so many headlines about <laughs> brick and mortar isn't needed because everybody's switching to e-commerce. But I think that's what you're um, illustrating is there is a halo effect that's important when there is a market where there's multiple touch points, multiple channels for a consumer to interact so that you can meet them where they need to be met regardless of where they are in that journey. Yeah, I, I think it's at the end of the day, if we become just a commodity, we're not selling Cheerios. Um, you really do need the input. I mean, what what kind of golf ball are you playing with? And they're literally, we can fit people and golfers for golf balls. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but again, we can put it inside the technology and you can hit a Titleist or a Bridgestone or Callaway, Taylor, whatever brand you want. And again, you can see what kind of activity you're getting based on your personalized individual swing, different than anyone else. So I think the experience inside of our stores is so important. If, if we lose that, if we lose that experiential level. I mean, more than 90% of our customers want to come inside of our stores. They want to touch the product and want to feel the product. But if you become just a commodity, as I said, and, and there really isn't any experience inside of a retail store, then sure, I shop online all the time. And I buy things on Amazon, but those things really, I don't need to go to the store to get, I, I, I need the knowledge. And for us, you know, I'll say that when we were closed for those couple of months, what I'm most proud of is our organization put together new training programs, online training programs to teach all of our associates an amazing wealth of information and not just how to serve the customer or sell the product, but the product knowledge of the, of the product. Because today, you know this, you can Google anything. And you can learn as much as you want about anything. So our associates have to be smarter than that consumer coming into the stores, or otherwise we, we provide no value. So we have to provide the additional value. We almost have to be the manufacturers of all the products, learn every single element of what makes this product special. And we did that for about 60 days. So when we came back out in June of last year, you know, whether it was online or whether it was in store, I think our associates, that was sort of a point of differentiation we continue to pay all of our associates. We didn't furlough any associates. It was the commitment that we made um, to our associates, which ultimately I think benefit us um, you know, down the road and with our partners. 
No, absolutely. Um, I think that that's amazing that you guys were able to do that. And I think, you know, empowering them with information um, is the key element to success. Because like you said, uh, somebody asked me this even years ago is, you know, I said, if a salesperson doesn't know more than me, <laughs> when I walk in the door, then there's a cap to the, to the value that they can provide for me. When you go into a store, you're probably hoping for some of that human connection and being able to, to work with an expert. What I also find fascinating is you, you guys, in some sense, have leaned further into personalization and being a partner to your to your consumers by also selling in-home simulators so that your customers can work on their swing from home. And, you know, has that had an impact on the business? Are they coming back to you guys with insights from working on their swing at home and then, you know, bringing that um, information in store to say, okay, I need to do some upgrades or I need to make some changes based on what I've been learning? Yeah. And, you know, we, we often say we have this inverted organization chart where I always think the most difficult position in our store is, is at the top of the pyramid, which is the one that's closest to the customer. And that's the associate. I'm way at the bottom. The chairman's way at the bottom. CEO, the top of the organization is, is, is first our customer and then our, then our sales associates on the floor. And our customers feed our associates with all kinds of intelligence. And, and, and where I'm going with this is, you know, we learn 90% of the decisions we make in our company are based on the floor of the stores, based on the associate and the customer interaction. So we'd like to say that we're really smart about selling in-home simulators. That all came from that very top of the pyramid and customers telling our associates, wow, these are so much fun. Uh, and could, could I get one of these to have at home? As we all know, this past year in particular, you know, people were renovating their homes, they were renovating their offices, they were putting in home, you know, movie studios, the amount of TVs that had been sold. So we were able to work with our manufacturers to get the pricing down and scale it to the point where it was affordable for people to have basically in-home theater in their home. They can use it as an in-home theater. And at the same time, they can use it to practice and they can play golf courses. They can play Pebble Beach in home. So, I mean, there's, there's fun things that you can do with it. And I do believe at the end of the day, it's actually a great practice session for people, you know, who want to invest in their game and want to have this simulation home. I mean, the simulation outside, we go to places to eat now, and there's, there's arenas around America that now have these indoor simulators. We actually have three simulators, I believe, at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in downtown Atlanta. So when we have, hopefully again, 70,000 coming for soccer games and 70,000 coming for football games, get to do hole-in-ones there. And if they get a hole-in-one, they win a Mercedes-Benz car, believe it or not. Oh, nice. So Sign me up. Fun. We make it fun. You have to come to Atlanta and you have to get a hole-in-one, no, Melissa. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, okay, no pressure. So I think, I think, it's, really, I think it's really helped um, those golfers that want to enjoy and spend family time, even in front of a, you know, it's a, it's a big virtual game is what it is. No, I think that's, I mean, I think it's so important. Like I said, in the beginning, it's about being more than just a company that's selling a product you're, I mean, you're, 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 you're engaging in such a deeper level with your consumers and it's touching an emotional string with them too, because there's, such a sense of accomplishment every time you improve your swing and you right and you um, improve your score and your 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 handicap and and all of that and you're kind of going on that journey with them not just selling them the equipment yeah and there's 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 so many anecdotal stories Melissa where you know I've been to grand openings I remember when we opened in Chicago years ago and uh, there was a customer that came up to me and said Todd over here you know I like him as an associate but he won't sell me any golf clubs and I'm like, that's strange. I mean, why wouldn't he sell you any golf clubs? So uh, he said, no, before you talk to him, I want you to know my swing is so bad. And I hit a bunch of balls that he said, I think it'd be a waste of money for you right now to buy a set of clubs. 
I'd much rather see you take probably a few lessons, very affordable lessons we have in mm -hmm. our stores, and take some lessons and, and, and hone in on your swing before we fit you for clothes. We're not on commission, so we don't have to sell anything. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all about relationships. We're yeah. all about relationships. It has nothing to do with the transaction. It's all about the relationship. And once we trust each other, and if you as a customer, you trust me to make decisions for you to help your game. I mean, once we have that trust, that relationship is so strong, you're not going to go anywhere else. And so it really is our, our associates are, are true partners, like you said, in the journey of someone's golf game. And we're not necessarily doctors. But once you get to trust your doctor and you know that they're going to be giving you the advice to, to get healthier or get along in your journey, we're sort of the same way. We're not selling product. And, and at the end of the day, our associates know that. I love it. Um, well, you're actively in building out, continuing to build out your brick and mortar footprint. Um, and you're seeing all these changes happen so rapidly. Where do you think the future is in the next two to five years um, when it comes to a physical retail experiences? Well, it's a good question. We just don't know. You know, if, if I went back to my old days at Home Depot, the, the, the brilliant real estate geniuses said there could be four stores in Atlanta when they looked at real estate deployment. And I think there's over 60 now. I don't think that's the same case for, you know, for the golf industry. But I think what's really exciting, as I mentioned, there were 6 million new golfers that came in uh, in 2020, 3 million that hadn't played in a while and 3 million beginners. But we lost about five and a half million. Uh, and this is on a base of 25 million. And the same thing happened back in 2008, 2009, when we went through the recessionary period. I mean, unemployment has been high, obviously, this past year. Those in the hospitality industry, you know, if you're in a, in a restaurant business, a waiter or, 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 you know, in the travel industry, you probably didn't choose golf as an outlet because of possibly the expense. And so we lost millions of golf. Once unemployment gets low, and again, if these people come back and we get sort of the stickiness of those six million, you know, we'll be up to the height and the peak of the industry was at 30 million golfers back when Tiger Woods was at his peak. And we're, we're hovering around 25 million. I mean, golf rounds are up about 60 million over the past year. But if we get more people coming back into the game and it's fun and they're playing music and they're enjoying themselves outdoors, then I think our business exponentially has, has even faster growth than you know, 15, 20% store growth. We also have the opportunity to expand internationally. We've got a wonderful relationship with the PGA Tour. They love our business because they know we're growing a base of sort of viewers to watch golf on TV as we build customers. Um, but certainly we're, we're not you know, bound to any borders here. Um, once we see the opportunity, I think you'll see us in other countries as well. Yeah. And also, I mean, it's not just the opportunity of how you're integrating technology in store. It's, it's also just technology for the industry as a whole. There's, I feel like there's so much evolution happening that's, that's making the game easier. Um, you know, GPS, range finders, watches, like it's interesting what's happening with that ecosystem as well. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's, there's great new products out there. I mean, I could spend an hour talking about all the great <laughs> new products. But Episode you don't two. Me, but you don't want me to do that. Um, but there's this product called the Wingman, which is this speaker from Bushnell that magnetically connects onto your cart. Now, golf has always been one of these shh games. It's not a shh game anymore. People have these Wingman speakers that you can play, you know, Bluetooth music, but it also, you push a button, it tells you what the distance is to the middle of the green, to the back of the green, to the front of the green. So this just came out last year. And it's just one of the examples And who would have ever thought to to integrate music with sort of a range finder, you know, for distance. And it, and it makes it more fun 
you know, certainly as I play with the groups I play with, they're either listening to college football or they're playing music and it makes it for, you know, for a fun afternoon. And so, you know, the, the, the industry, and I think you, you were mentioning it, is that if we can create a healthy environment, you know, outdoors for, for people, think about they've been sheltered for the past year and they're finding new escapes. And mm -hmm. so the amount of push-pull carts that we sold in our stores, people want to walk. People want to get healthy. And, you know, the way I play the game, whether it be in the woods, across the woods, I mean, I'm probably getting five to six miles just playing 18 holes. So you think of the benefit being outside, fresh air with friends. I mean, it's, so I love the fact that we're selling all these push-pull carts and people are walking. I love that. Yeah, and the, and, and we, now we're even selling more of these remote control, you know, golf carts. So you don't even have to pull or push it. You just have a little remote control and, and, and it works on its own, steers on its own. So it's great. I love it. So a lot of innovation that's happening in our industry uh, and that continues to happen, which is an exciting time, especially as you're seeing your customer base widen and really having, I mean, and what's also helping your industry evolve, like you said, it used to be shh on the golf course and now, you know, th that more social element is, is there and, um, and, and, and people can think of it as a way to escape, a way to just challenge themselves. I mean, there's so many use cases for sure. Um, and I think that the approach you guys are taking to really empower your store associates is, is so powerful um, in, in creating that true partnership with the consumers. I'm blanking right now, but in consumer electronics, you know, um, I think that's another industry where that's so key. And I'm blanking on who I'm trying to think of, who's the key, who I think is a key expert in that arena. But um, that's what people gravitate to because they know that you're going to be, you're going to be their partner. You're not going to just be a retailer. That's um, kind of the added benefit that they get. So I appreciate you diving in with us today and, and having a conversation about you know, how you guys have been evolving, how you continue to grow, um, your point of view in the industry, your commitment to philanthropy. Um, and I can, you know, I look forward to, I think the next doors that you guys are opening is, is, is underway. Um, you're gonna be opening soon in, in Natick, Massachusetts. Um, so I wish you the very best with that as well. Yeah, we have we have six stores open this year. We have three in Texas, San Antonio, Houston, another in Dallas, one in White Plains, New York, which I'm excited about. We get into the Washington, D.C. market. I think that, you know, the having these conversations because, you know, not just covering, you know, a whole breadth of, of topics, but golf has become much more inclusive. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we want to be a big part of that. It's not just for the avid good golfer. There's so many beginners that want to learn the game and we want to, we, it, it should not be intimidating. It should be welcoming. And, and we try to do our part by doing clinics inside of our stores and making it less intimidating. And, and, and people can, can see when it's almost like our footwear departments are like footwear stores. And so yeah. the amount of fashion, you don't, you don't have to necessarily play well. I mean, probably 80% of golfers in America, even higher, don't even have handicaps and 75% are public courses. So it really doesn't matter if you shoot 100, you shoot 120 or you shoot 80. So long as you're out having fun, getting some exercise and spending time with friends and family. To us, that's what's most important. We'll get you along on your journey. So you'll each time you'll feel a little better improvement um, with new equipment or whatever it is. But so long as we, we can make it as inclusive as possible for all walks of life, that's our goal here. 
That's fantastic. I love that. Um, well, I need to improve my game, so I'll have to, I'll have well, to make a store visit sometime soon, um, especially as we're hopefully getting past all the snow here in New York. <laughs> Things start to get warm enough again to be, to be outdoors outside of snowboarding and, and doing other sports. Um, thank you again for being with us today. Again, everybody, this was Dick Sullivan um, from PGA Tour Superstore. Really appreciate you sharing your insights with us today. Thanks, Melissa. Appreciate the time. Thank you. Bye-bye.